Hello, my friends. Today we are in Psalm 116, and I'm going to read it to you from the Common English Bible. I love the Lord because he hears my requests for mercy. I'll call out to him as long as I live because he listens closely to me. Death's ropes bound me. The distress of the grave found me. I came face to face with trouble and grief. So I called on the Lord's name. Lord, please save me. The Lord is merciful and righteous. Our God is compassionate. The Lord protects simple folk. He saves me whenever I'm brought down. I tell myself, you can be at peace again because the Lord has been good to you. You, God, have delivered me from death, my eyes from tears, and my foot from stumbling. So I'll walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I have remained faithful even when I said I'm suffering so badly. And even when I said out of fear, everyone's a liar. What can I give back to the Lord for all the good things he's done for me? I'll lift up the cup of salvation. I'll call on the Lord's name. I'll keep the promises I made to the Lord in the presence of all God's people. The death of the Lord's faithful is a costly loss in his eyes. Oh yes, Lord, I'm definitely your servant. I am your servant and the son of your female servant. You freed me from my chains. So I'll offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to you and I'll call on the Lord's name. I'll keep the promises I made to the Lord in the presence of all God's people, in the courtyards of the Lord's house, which is the center, which is in the center of Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 116, again, is part of that series of psalms uh, frequently used in and around the Passover. This is after the Passover meal. Uh, and uh Psalm 116 could be um, kind of summarized as uh, reason to believe or uh, how can I repay God uh, or just simply I love because Yahweh listens. Uh, this psalm is full of uh, personal testimony. Derek Kidner writes, infectious delight and touching gratitude uh, this is a personal tribute of a man whose prayer has found an overwhelming answer. And he came to the temple to tell the whole assembly what has happened and to offer God what he vowed. And if ever a psalm had the marks of spontaneity, this is surely such a one. And so verses 1 through 11 really uh, kind of summarize um, living a thankful life. So rehearsing the anguish that you had been uh, suffering, calling out from God to God in distress. Um, and God listens. And, uh, and then uh, resolutely deciding, I'll, I'll call out to the Lord as long as I live. Uh, this echoes Romans 10. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Uh, there's a 
a vow basically to trust God exclusively and to worship God explicitly all the life long. Um, verse 3 picks up on Psalm 18 language. And verse 4, um, again, I kept calling on the name of the Lord, Lord, save me. And this is the refrain throughout the psalm. Uh, to call on the name of the Lord, verse 2b, verse 13b, verse 17b. So not only is there remembered kind of suffering or anguish, there's also remembered mercy. There's the turn uh, that uh, shows how how God was, was good and uh, delivered. God is good to uh, the simple, the silly, the gullible, uh, simple folk. Um, and... Uh, be at rest, my soul. Remember, God's been good to you. Uh, verses 8 and 9 uh, really quotes Psalm 56, verse 13a and b. Um, verses 10 and 11 have some uh, really good notes from Derek Kidner as well. To feel crushed or disillusioned and to say, even in the wild tones of panic, uh, is no uh, is no proof that faith is dead. It may even vouch for its survival as pain betokens life. Indeed, as pain cries out for healing, trouble faced frankly cries out for God. And so, um, pain and suffering is uh, is a part of life. Um, this psalm is quoted in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and here's that section. Uh, for we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believed and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. And then uh, verses 12 through 19. Um, how, can I, how can I repay the Lord for all the good things he's done? Uh, so here there's this recognition that um, we're the ones who cry out to God. We're the ones who receive God's grace. And um, before we have anything to give, our primary gift is gratitude uh, for what God has given. Um, but then it says uh, also that I'll, I'll take in my hands uh, these, these things. I am your servant and I offer um, not just these gifts, uh, but my whole life as a gift, as a living sacrifice, like in the language of Romans 12. I'm going to, uh, so not only will I receive and be grateful for what God gives me, but I will also <coughs> sacrifice and offer and give in response. And then uh, Derek Kidner uh, summarizes again. Uh, the intensely personal faith and love which marks this psalm are not in competition with the public, formal, localized expressions of godliness. This flame is not withdrawn to burn alone. 
placed in the midst, it will kindle others and blaze all the longer and better for it. Um, so here in Psalm 116, um, personal uh, deliverance and rescue, intensely personal faith uh, gets brought out into the public in order uh, that uh, that testimony can strengthen others who are struggling. And in order uh, that, um, you know, that single coal brought into uh, a pile of coals uh, can, uh, can strengthen and, and enliven uh, the fire in everyone. And um, so there we have it. Uh, the personal uh, and private uh, meets the public proclamation and brings it all together so beautifully. I love the Lord for he listens and I can't help uh, but go bring that into the presence of all God's people. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Be well, my friends.